You're listening to the Fung and Shui Podcast. Two guys willing to talk about nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Fung and Shui in the house. What's up, America? And so um, we want to start off this episode with a... First, we want to basically say hi to Allie. Welcome, uh, Allie, come home soon. Yes, so Allie and her husband are currently on a trip somewhere. Uh, it's a work trip is what I'm told. Yeah, I, I was told that Adrian from the Salted Vineyard. Salted Vines. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's the same thing. I yeah. Think. Uh, he had sent her on a grape expedition um, yeah. to the mountains of Chile. Chile. Oh, it's not, it's, yeah. it's not Chile? I don't know. Isn't it spelled the same? I, yeah, I grew up saying Chile. Yeah, I was. I saw pictures on the social media on Twitter, but I was blocked. But I saw pictures on on Twitter where Allie and her husband she was conducting a grape wine train going uh-huh. through the mountains of Chile. Yeah, I I saw on the Twitter. Yeah, I saw pictures of her actually smuggling rare Chilean grapes back for a new product at. The vineyard. What do you, how do you smuggle a grape? I mean, the seeds, you, the seeds, my brother, the okay, seeds. Okay, so yeah. like in the bottom of her purse, she just yeah, or in bottom, like in a false pocket in your shoes. Yeah, like underneath the bottom of her yeah, shoes. Seeds don't take up a lot of room. Yeah, and they don't, and they don't run them through the, they run them through the X-ray machine mm. at the airport. Though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard she took a boat to Chile. Mm, there you go, slow boat. <laughs> it was a slow boat, right? So, Ali, come back soon. Be safe. But thanks for listening while you were um, in Chile. Thanks for Chile. listening while you're in Chile, uh, Chile. While we're talking about Ali, I will let you know that Ali gave us a brilliant idea for the the Feng and Shui podcast. Go with us. The word of the week. I like it. Yep. So, the word of the week. Each week, we'll provide a word to expand our listeners' vocabulary. Nice. Yeah. And then, we'll t- hopefully, they'll use it so you can use this word. Throughout the week, and you'll become smarter. You have to, it has to be like a conscious effort. Yes. Yeah. So we have the word of the day or the word of the week that we want to share with you. That word is, uh, this week's word is pretentious. I'll spell it. You use it in a sentence. Okay. Okay. Pretentious. If you're writing this down, it's P-R-E-T-N-T-I-O-U-S. Okay. Pretentious. Mm-hmm. How do we use that in a sentence? Um, what does it mean? Um, so we should have probably written sometimes <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah. I put on a costume and I pretend this to be something I'm not. <laughs> okay, our studio, our studio, our studio audience, studio audience like that one. Yeah, studio audience. Okay, I don't think that's truly uh, what it means. Listen, here's another action. word. Here's yeah. another word that. This this is like a long-standing word that you, if you can work this into a sentence at any given time, yeah. this is fun. The word is moist. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you can work that into a conversation. So far, this conversation is very moist. Yeah, no, no. I would like, <laughs> like, hey, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, no. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Heartbreak. All right, so let's go back with the pretentious. It is an adjective. It means attempting to impress others. Um, by, exactly what I said. <laughs> by affecting greater importance, talent, and culture, etc., than it is actually possessed. People sometimes, whenever they're around us to try to fit in in our crowd, uh-huh. they become very pretentious. Oh, or like they say they know us. Yeah, they say they know us. Yeah. Just say, hey, I'm Prince yeah. of Fong. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, you're not part of the fungus. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that's per, uh, pretentious, uh, pretending to right. be more famous than you really are. Right. Unlike us, the, the funky swing. All right, I want you want to hear a funny story. Uh, this is totally unrelated, but this is a funny story about pretending to know somebody when you don't know who they are. Yes, um, yes. Go ahead right, because so, uh, because that's our podcast. Yeah, yeah. So long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, known as Lansdowne, Maryland. Um, <laughs> I conducted a. I was working a little overtime gig, and I pulled. It's like two thirty in the morning, and this black Nissan is hauling the mail down Holland's Ferry Road. So I get out on it, and it, it's running on me. So I stomp on the gas, and I get on the radio and said, "Hey, dispatch, I got one running on me on Holland's Ferry Road, headed towards the Beltway." So other officers that were working heard me step on the gas, so they all start my way. Well, I catch up to the guy, and he's he pulls over. And I walk up to him and I say, hey, uh, you know, you're flying kind of low, ain't you? And it's a kid. And he, he, he has no idea what I'm talking about. And I say to him, he, he says, what? I go, bro, where are you headed? He says, well, I'm headed to my girlfriend's house. I said, you're headed to your girlfriend's house at 2.30 in the morning. I said, what, like a late night call? He says, well, yeah. I said, all right. So I said, tell you what, give me your license registration. And let me go back here, take care of a couple of things, and you'll be on your way. Now, bear in mind at that point, I had not written. I was, I was, I was off the road. This was an overtime detail. I hadn't written a ticket at that point, probably in ten or twelve years. Had not written a ticket because it wasn't my job anymore. So as I go to walk back to my car, the kid says, "Hey, officer, before you go back to your car, do you know Detective So and So?" He's using my last name. So you would be the detective he wants to you know. That, yes. He's asking me if I know him. And the two officers that I'm with look at me and they're puzzled. I begin to look around for Ashton Kutcher and some cameras as if I'm being punked. And I said to the kid, I said, well, yeah, I do know him. And he says, I said, uh, why do you ask? He goes, well, I just wanted you to know that I know him before you go back to the car. So I said, well, you know what, man? Let me get a hold of him and get him on the radio and get him down here so that if he verifies that, you know, I'll cut you loose. And he says, well, uh, I said, like, are you one of his informants? He says, yeah. I said, you one of those guys that, like, buys guns and drugs and stuff like that for him? He says, yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. I said, huh. So I grabbed the microphone. I didn't key up. And I said, hey, Detective So-and-so, are you working right now? Didn't key up, and I stepped to my right, and I pretended to key up again. I go, yes, I am. And I stepped back over to my first spot. I said, do you know this kid? I went back to my second spot as if I was another person, and I said, I've never seen him before in my life. (laughs) So the kid sitting in the car starts to slink down. He's turning bright red with embarrassment. The two cops are laughing at him, and I said, all right, you little bleepity bleep bleep. I said, (laughs) how do you know me? And he describes how he knew, how he knew my name and stuff like that. I said, now, how many times have you done this? And he just kind of, I said, that's what I thought. I said, I'll be right back. I go back to my car and I find one ticket book that has got to be out of date. Then I realized, I don't know how fast he was going. So I go back up to the car and say, hey, bro, how fast were you going? He says, I don't know. I said, yeah, me either. I said, but I think you were doing 75 and a 35. <laughs> 
So I go back to my car and I write the kid a ticket for seventy five and a thirty five. I don't even. I don't even. I think I circled like two hundred fifty dollars as pay. Went back up, signed a ticket. He says to me, "You you can't do this." I said, "I think you're right. I don't think I can do that." But I would pay money to go into court to tell that story that you just pulled here on the side <laughs> of the road. Anyway, he was a bit pretentious. That was very. That was a very pretending good example that he of knew. pretentious. Yeah, he was pretentious. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. There you go. So now you have a new word of the week: pretentious. Use it up, people. You know it's an adjective. You know uh, how you can use it in a sentence. And now you know a story of how it can be used. Just you, to give right. you an example. Don't be pretentious. There you go. So thanks, Allie. We're going to basically add that. That'll be the Allie's Word of the Week. Bingo. That's the name of it. We're going to add that to there. So, Allie, enjoy yourself in Chile. Bring back some grapes. Don't be pretentious while you're there. You might get arrested. Bingo. So, Mike, at the time we are actually making this podcast, some very interesting things took place this Breaking week. Breaking news. Breaking news here on the Fung and Shui podcast. So what happened this week um, that we wanted to discuss and is, you might have heard about it, it was the prisoner swap that took place that our government orchestrated here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And we have an unbelievable producer and event planner, and we she was able to pull strings right. so and the, do things that... The prisoner exchange involved. Yeah. The, late, uh, the basketball player from America. Yeah. Brittany, and a Russian citizen who is a world-renowned arms dealer. Yes. Called the Lord... Of war, the Lord of War, or Lord of like Death, that. yeah, something some like other that. flattering term. Yes, and so, so those were the two key people. It took place on a tarmac somewhere. Right. He was in custody here. She yeah. was in custody in Russia. He and was so, in a supermax in uh, the middle of the country somewhere. Like he was in that twenty-three an hour, twenty-three hour a day lockdown joint. Right, and so um, our event planner, our producer, was able to reach out, pull some strings. As you know, this podcast is global. It's glo- it's international. And so she was able to pull some strings and do some things that I actually was shocked. Okay. So if you're listening to us right now, we actually have an interview with a family member of one of the released prisoners. And this family member was able to call in and it's going to be, it's called in. We have them on, on the line here. And we have some questions. This is a direct blood relative of one of the uh, prisoners. And they've agreed to come online and talk with us about the release, what it's like having their family member back. And so this is a very important time for Fung and Shui because I don't think you'll find this anywhere else. Nope. Certainly not on CBS. No. Well, maybe in two years. Bingo. Yeah, in two years you might hear this on CBS. But up until then, right now, this is something that is exclusive to the Fung and Shui podcast. Um, Interview with a prisoner's, a released prisoner. Um, convicted felon, really. Yeah. Um, the bad dude. So, yeah, bad. So to let you know, we tried to reach out to. When I say bad dude, <laughs> yeah. it's going to become more clear about who I'm yeah. talking about because that's yeah. a little bit ambiguous yeah. right now. <laughs> right, right now it's still confusing. <laughs> so we tried to reach out to Brittany's wife and Brittany's family, but we were unable to get them. So we had to reach. We had to we reach went we international. Went, we went international, and we decided that uh, we found out our event. Our producer was able to connect us with Igor, which is Victor Bout's nephew, I believe. I believe so. So uh, without further ado, we're going to basically let bring him on right now. the The connection is a little scratchy, so bear with us there. 
Um, and hopefully the accent's not too heavy. But what we're going to do is we've got some questions to ask, and hopefully we'll provide you some insight to what it looks like from someone from a Russian perspective who gets a family member back from prison. So without further ado, we're going to welcome um, Igor in. So Igor, um, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am here. So welcome. And if you don't mind, tell us a little bit uh, who you are, how you're related to Victor. My name is Igor Demchenko. I am my Uncle Victor. Is, we call him Uncle Vic. He is the, my uncle on my mother's side of the family. On your mother's side of the family. Yeah, that is correct. Are you, Igor, are you related to, by any chance, the goalie for the New York Rangers? Are you referring to Igor Shesterkin? Yes. His cousin. He's a good fella. On your mother's side of the family? Mother's side of the family, yes. <laughs> very good. Very good. So, um, so I have, uh, I have a few questions, but Mike, I'm not sure what questions you've got. So what you, if you've got anything, we can start off. Yeah. Igor, can you tell us exactly what it is your uncle Victor, what kind of business it is that he's in? No, uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, uncle Vic is, is a Russian entrepreneur, much like your American, uh, Elon Musk. He is Russian entrepreneur. I don't know if I want to compare. I don't know if I want to compare your uncle. It's not up to you. This is Russia. That's how it goes. Hold on. I want to read something because I mean I don't want. To, I want to be real about this uh, interview. I want to read to you exactly. I want to read to you what America says about your uncle. And Victor Bout is a Russian arms dealer, an entrepreneur, and former Soviet military translator. Must know more language. He used his multiple companies to smuggle weapons starting during the collapse of the Soviet Union from Eastern Europe to Africa to the Middle East during the 1990s and 2000. This is what the, this is what I read about your uncle. What is your name? Fung. So, Mr. Fung, let me make something perfectly clear with you. Uncle Victor is Russian entrepreneur. He developed Russian Uber, Russian Starbucks, owns several Russian massage parlors, and... He was the one who invented Twitter and American Store Idea. Igor, are you trying to tell us that your Uncle Victor is the guy who invented Twitter and it was invented in Russia? Duh, that is what I say. In Russia, we call it Twitsky, and Elon Musk has stolen Twitter from Uncle Victor many years. It, 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 it's a stolen idea. That, this is, uh, this is shocking. I want to read one more thing. Victor Bout has been accused of supplying arms to Al-Qaeda. The Taliban and rebels in Rwanda. No comment. His exploits help inspire the 2005 film, just let you know. There's a whole film that Nicolas Cage played him as the Lord of War. He was, in 2010 when he was arrested, it was listed that he was one. American propaganda, American movie, American Hollywood propaganda. So... I mean, you're saying this about our American news. I mean, where do you get your news in Russia? I mean, where do you get that? What kind of channels do you even, like, listen to over in Russia for any type of worldly news? Only one channel in Russian news. One channel. However, because Russian technology is superior, we are able to hack American news. For up-to-date, immediate-breaking news, we tune to CBS. Okay, uh, this. did you hear that Hunter's laptop was real? Duh. CBS cracking code. Not... Yeah, Americans call that Russian propaganda, Russian, Russian shit. I don't even know what they call it. What's the, what's word for it? Collusion. There you go. Russian collusion. 
The, uh, our president continues to say that the whole Hunter Biden laptop was no basically, comment. it was a whole Russian hoax. It's funny you say that because I just saw a, vi- a video today again of him on the campaign trail talking about that. Duh, it's on campaign trail. Listen to Joe Biden. Joe Biden knows truth. All right, so listen, you've got an uncle named Victor. I'm sure you call him Victor. Victor, because the V is a B. But um, you have another uncle, I believe, Sergi. Da, Uncle Sergey. Sergey. Serge is not yes. Sergi. No, not Sergi. Hillbilly. It is Sergey. Uh, a couple of other questions that I've got for you, and the uh, the first is prior to um, this this local icon, this American icon that was arrested in Russia. Had you ever heard of Brittany Griner? Oh, is Brittany Griner? Because she played ba- she played basketball in Russia. I think for yeah, she played basketball in Russia. Only men play basketball in Russia. Uh, I like I said, she was there in Russia to play yeah, basketball. Like I say, only men play basketball in Russia. My my, I guess my next question is: While your uncle, your uncle's been away for ten years. Da, very sad time. Yes, and so with your uncle being away for ten years, who ran his business? Did, did his businesses stay going? The Russian Starbucks, the Russian Twitter. All I can say is this: It's much like. Tony Soprano, that while Uncle was away, businesses were taken care of. Very good. So your uncle comes back and his his businesses are still, they're good. Duh, duh. You know, you know um, um, uh, Igor, duh. you know, Tony Soprano is a fictitious character. That's not real. Tony Soprano is not a real person? Uh, that does not make sense. Tony Soprano, is there any other television shows that you watch while over there in Russia that you're basically... Sneaking in to try to steal? Yeah, we get all kinds of American television on the hack. We hack it on the laptop because Russians are superior hackers. <laughs> That's very good. They're superior hackers. What type of, uh, is there any television shows that come out? My favorite new show? Yes. Who's the boss? <laughs> That's your favorite new show? With this new show. Tony, with Tony Danza. Da, da, yeah. Tony Danza, Tony Soprano, same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. He's Italian. He dances, I think. Uh, don't make fun of him. He is a compelling actor. <clears throat> what about David Hasselhoff? Do you like the Hasselhoff? Everybody loves the Hoff. That's what I figured. All right, so your uncle's back. I mean, your uncle's back for the holidays. So what do you have planned? Well, we have party. We go to uh, we go to Russian spa. We go to Russian massage parlor. Uncle rides up and down the streets dressed up like Russian Santa Claus. And gives AK-47s to all the little girls and boys. Everybody gets AK-47s. No, it's for the war against Ukraine. I, I, what do you think about the Ukraine war? That this guy, uh, what's his name? Volinsky, Sholinsky, Shalosky. He is American puppet. He is American puppet. He actually was just named Times Man of the Year. What is Time? The magazine is read around the world. It's a worldwide publication that is renowned reporting. No comment. Is there anything you would like to? Is it before we let you go? We appreciate your time. It's very. I know it's very early there, late here, very early there. Um, how's the weather there? Is it cold? It's cold. Yes. It's Russian cold. Russian cold. Does not bother Russians. We drink vodka. We swim in frozen lakes. It does not bother Russians. Yeah, the women are usually bundled up. Russian women are the best. So, is there anything that you would want to share with the world to clear your uncle's name? Yeah, this anything that you think could lend to his worldwide credibility. Uncle Victor uh, is, is, 
is much maligned by the American propaganda, and that that is all I have to say. I read somewhere that he got married in 1992, so his wife is actually, for the last 10 years, da, he's da. still married. Uh, what's her, what's her, uh, her name? That is Aunt Allah. And so Allah has been, she, for the last 10 years, she hasn't had a husband. How how she handled this? Much like the businesses, Aunt Allah has taken care of. Well, we thank you very much for Igor, joining. thank you so much for calling in. And, and long distance from Russia, I'm sure it's an expensive call. We appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're ever in the United States, stop by and see us. Thanks, Igor. We really appreciate you joining us. And thank you for, I mean, honestly, we're we're glad your uncle's home safe. Putting us on the map once yeah. again with an international interview. Thank you, Igor. If you have a chance, tell your uncle that Falcon Shui said hi. Thank you for the opportunity and dosvedonia. All right, and there you go, Feng and Shui audience. We uh, that was our um, international. Uh, I'm going to tell you, we have to pay. We have to give whoever set that up, our producer person. We have to give her a raise. <laughs> One right, okay. At I'll least do. some fringe benefits. That sounds good. Yeah. She, I, you know what I think we should do is give her a bottle of wine for setting this up, Allie. Allie, if you're out there, make it happen. Bring a bottle of wine back for our producer. Yeah, from Chile. Yeah, bring us a Chilean wine. Bingo. Yeah, Chilean red wine. Yeah, I think I, I think that's a real thing, by the way. It is. It's yeah. pretty good. I think it is. Do you think she can sneak some sea bass in? You know, I don't think Chilean sea bass are actually from Chile, by the way. <laughs> that's, I, I think that's totally, like a misnomer. That's like a, a marketing thing in restaurants. I don't think that's real. That's like the whole fish is being pretentious. Right. Pretending to be something It's pretentious. It's it is. <laughs> See, like, I told you. Pretendishness. Just, uh, as, um, pretentious. Pretentiousness. Yeah, it's about pretending. Hey, you know, there's also a... There's also a... a, shl- uh, <laughs> a sh- what? <laughs> wow, that was going to be really bad. <laughs> there is actually a slang word of the day is out there as well. You can actually... Have your slang word. Yeah, slang word. Would it be, Vern? Fierce is the slang mm. word of the day. How would it be used? Beyonce was at a was at a award ceremony uh-huh. last week uh-huh. and she looked fierce. I'm guessing it's a compliment. I guess it's like hot. Oh, the young people these days. Yeah. Are, just saying. Yeah, just saying. That'll be a uh, that'll be an episode coming up. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you guys very much. Fung and Sway coming at you. And this has been a unique experience interviewing Igor, Victor Bout's nephew. And so um, until next time, Fung and Sway, we're out. Yep, just two guys talking about nothing. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the Fung and Sway podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week.